Good job, Omaha. Hello out there. Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of Chompers. Uh, we have returned. We are. Chomp your ears. We, the prophecy has come true. We're back. <laughs> Two people without an audience yep. are going to talk about a band. The air is listening. The airwaves are listening. There's a whole quantum travel thing going on now. So, like, yeah, I think that this will just somehow seep into people's ears. That's how we're going to, yeah, that's how we're going to market the podcast. Like, it's, you already like it. (laughs) You just don't know it yet. We don't, yeah, we don't, that, those are the facts, you know? (laughs) It's a (laughs) foregone conclusion. (laughs) So, uh, today we, of course, are talking about... Our favorite band, yes, Fish with a PH, and oh, not the band, yes. Uh, you want to do a yes episode? No, that was a joke. It was a bad one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Today we are talking about the Fish show from July yes. 19th of 2017 at the Peterson Event Center in Pittsburgh, oh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, that's that's where a, it's at. A city. I like. I like one of the sports teams there. Oh yeah, that's true. Peterson Event Center, better known as the Pete. Um, oh, that's such a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah, well, it's the uh, it's Pete. the University of Pittsburgh's like you know arena. Oh, dude, can you imagine when we were in college if Fish came to play it? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's so unfair too because Fish did come to play at our college, but not while we were in college. For Camp Oswego, you mean? Yeah, for yeah. yeah. Just want to throw out some other things that happened at the Pete. Are you ready? We got yeah. They had a big year in 2017. Panic at the Disco, Green Day, and Fish. Were oh all my! There. But yeah, the 2014 was the Black Keys turned Blue Tour, which you and I saw at uh, in Rochester. Oh and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Arctic Monkeys. I have seen Arctic Monkeys. That was 2018. So this was the tranquility base. That's tour. when I saw them too. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but so, speaking of talking about things we don't know anything about, um, we're gonna get to the show <laughs> in our second segment. But in the first one here, we wanted to do a couple album recommendations about music that we do know and like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, w- uh, you want to start off, Dan? What's your uh? Album recommendation. I am recommending to people an album, actually two albums, because that's really, that's all there is. Uh, The band is Hers, H-E-R apostrophe S. They uh, unfortunately passed away in a tragic accident, but their music will live forever, and it is really freaking good, so you should check it out. It's kind of like dream pop with sweet bass lines. The bassist is friggin' insane. The albums are called Invitation to Hers and uh, Song of Songs of Hers. So really good album titles, really good music. My favorite songs are Low Beam and um, probably Speed Racer. Those are each on the separate albums, but they're really good, really good. Yeah, you've been uh, talking about these guys for a bit, and I haven't listened to it. I have to admit, but that's okay. There's there's time. You the, get it's just yeah. The bassist is insane. Like his yeah, that makes me excited to hear it. Yeah, 
This is it's gonna say and, and and oh and it's just two guys so they don't have um like a they don't have a drummer they actually used like the Ableton push I think it's called that like the the launch pad thing um and they use like pro pre-programmed drum tracks because the the guy who plays guitar was the was a they were they were in a different band together where the drummer was or the guitarist was the drummer, which, as we know, um, usually makes good bands. Yes. Frank as Zappa, a, uh, Fish. Yeah, as our friend so Trey. So I feel like that's, that. yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's all I should have to say, actually. Yeah. So my uh, recommendation is um, the album Staunch Honey by David Nance. Uh, this He's done several cover albums, like he did uh, Goat's Head Soup, I know, and like Beatles for Sale. Oh, like he, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard his album uh, Negative Boogie, which is also really good. Um, and then there's there's another one uh, called Peaced and Slightly Pulverized, which is under the name David Nance Group. Um, oh. And that one's really cool. But yeah, Staunch Honey is a great album. Um, it's kind of like uh, there's something that's like hypnotic about it, but it also has like really solid sounds. You know, it's not just a or, uh, song writing. You know, it's not just like a vibe uh album where you, you know yeah. it's kind of one thing over and over. like there are actually like distinct great songs on it that's how i feel about it like it's got a you know there are certain songs on it i listen to like all the time now but it's definitely also you can kind of put it on in the background and it'll kind of make cohesive sense but you can definitely like pull out things and go yeah this is like actually a pretty well written song so <laughs> oh word yeah oh he's from o- he's from omaha as well that's cool omaha makes good music the midwest makes really good music i'm pretty sure isn't isn't um i think connor oberst is from omaha oh i didn't know that i think so but yeah, the other one I wanted to shout out really quick was uh, the Jeff Rothenstock album from this oh, year, No yeah. Dream. I did I listened to that one too. That was really good. <laughs> it's really good. He's like, um, I found out about him through the Worry album in 2016. But yeah, he's like, I like how he's kind of like, uh, he's trying to do like a classic rock version of like 90s alternative music. <laughs> it's like if he, it's like Weezer and Bruce Springsteen and like all wrapped up <laughs> in one thing. It's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, oh yeah, he is from Omaha. Nice. Nice. Shout out Omaha. Good job, Omaha. <laughs> that was gonna be the podcast originally. We were just gonna talk about <laughs> things Omaha from related people things. And people and things from Omaha. <laughs> that would be an interesting podcast. Like we never actually go to Omaha, but we just we're just like obsessed with like yeah. Omaha related issues and ideas. Like that would be good. We just re- obsessively read Omaha stories. Well, now's the time. Pivot. Let's do it. We're gonna hard. <laughs> all right, hard we're gonna break. take a quick break, and then we we're probably gonna talk about fish, but we might talk about Omaha. Yeah, how many times has Fish played in Omaha? <laughs> <laughs> this would be really good if we were getting like a sponsorship from the steak company. I think we'd be making Omaha we'd steaks. Be, we'd be rich right now with all the <laughs> other efforts, <laughs> or the or uh, the college. Omaha, yeah, or the thing Peyton Manning yells, Omaha. Oh yeah, the the uh, audible. Now see, in the last game there, uh, somebody said uh, it's not an audible; it actually just means hurry up. Oh, uh, see, I didn't know. I that wonder either. what language that is. 
<laughs> it's called Papa John Ease. Anyway, Ugh. within our next segment, <laughs> we are going to be right back to talk about, I don't know, probably Omaha, right? Yes. No. All right. Maybe. seen that movie which one we're back we're back no i don't think so it's 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 got dinosaurs so that's why that's why i like it but it's not the land Uh, before time no it has john goodman he plays a (laughs) t-rex they get like transported to the present with a time machine somehow i think is it an animated movie maybe it's aliens or is yeah it's it's animated john goodman just wearing a dinosaur as a dinosaur (laughs) was he on that show, Dinosaurs? I don't know. Was he? He might have been. He's got strong dinosaur energy. Like I just can picture him? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, we're not <laughs> here to talk about Omaha. We're not here to talk about dinosaurs. Sorry. We lied. We're here to talk about fish from the Pete. The Pete. From the Pete. On July uh, 19th of 2017. Fish in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That is three P's. Yeah. At the Peterson. That's right. Event at Center. the Peterson Events. Fish in Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania at the beat. Let's just get right into it. We open up with My Soul. Not My Soul, but the you song. You can open your soul to me. That's with fine. The song My Soul. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yes. Excellent. I thought this was okay. My feeling yeah. about set one is that I feel like it uh, really kicks in a few songs in here. I feel like we're kind of warming mm-hmm. up the car. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're talking my language, baby. <laughs> it's uh, easy for me to kind of look at this and be like, th- that's kind of the weakest point of the show, the very beginning here. Yeah, the very beginning. Yeah, I, the my soul starting the show kind of feels weird to me. I'm sure it happens, but I just it just felt weird. But I like it still, obviously. I still like it, but it's just pretty average, yeah. For our new listeners, we do a rating of one to five fins. And what does it mean, you ask? We don't know, but we're trying to figure it out. No idea. Couldn't tell. So I gave it a three. Yeah, I think I'd do like a three and a half just Okay. Just just as average. Yeah, I actually I consider versions lower, of my soul that I really enjoy as well. This feels just kinda like they're getting warmed up here. Like they're Yeah, not- you know, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a sort of slow build, but they don't it does it gets going. I'm yeah. We should also mention, um or I'm gonna mention. Let's just say do it. I'm gonna mention. Tell me. Um, <laughs> What's on your mind, Gab? The reason I <laughs> I'll tell you, Dan. <laughs> I do love that when people on podcasts are like, can I just say, it's like you're doing a podcast. Like, that's literally all you're doing. <laughs> and I'm sure. I, don't, don't say it. Um, no, this is the, one of the reasons that I picked this show was because um, 
it is the show before Baker's Dozen, and we don't yeah. have to talk about Baker's Dozen now because we're going to get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, there's so much time to do that, so absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, it's worth noting that I think I, I was kind of looking at years and uh, of the 3.0 years and thinking about how there's like these runs that you remember and then there's like these other shows that kind of get lost but often they have these like kind of great things in them <laughs> so yeah this being the night before i do i remember um listening to this show when it was happening too and liking it but this show bodes well for what was about to happen the next song is NICU um uh-huh big uh big fan of NICU um I like this song uh this version's kind of again it just feels still a little bit they're like warming they're up. warming up yeah it's not quite they're like just warming up couple it's okay, couple <laughs> couple hiccups hither and yon <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but you know uh it, it's fine I gave it a three I I I, I like it but um um I kind of wish they had opened up with this and then gone into something else and and then maybe done my soul later or something. I think it's good yeah, like good as an opener. If they had done, yeah, if it had been NICU and then the next one and then my soul and then just continued. I feel like the heat would have been coming. Yeah. So, um worth mentioning though, I remember an interview from the like 2000s era I want to say and they each band member was asked what their favorite song to play live was and Fishman said and I see you is his favorite song to play live so oh so I always listen to for the drum part because I love the guitar line but I try to listen to that too because I'm like I guess Fishman's always having a good time <laughs> and it does seem it yeah, does seem kind of fun bouncing. it's like pretty it seems like maybe it's like kind of easy for him to play so it's like kind of fun you know um, right but I like that when it goes into the chorus that would you please that beat is really cool. yeah it, and it opens up yeah yeah the beat like opens up instead of being really all like closed stuff yeah it's really cool we'll get yeah. to we'll, we'll we'll hit some like better nicus too i think definitely <laughs> keep doing this um yeah. same thing with haley's i would say which is next i will say that trey does kind of get going on the end of this it took me uh-huh. a few listens to really like pick up on that but the jam itself kind of you know so it seems to be like it's a normal haley's and then something happens and it just sets off this little reaction that sets up the rest of the set in total this one's kind of another one to me just kind of eh. i was like this is all right yeah yeah you know which is saying a lot especially for 3.0 i love 3.0 yeah and in listening to the show i was like i found that when i would put it on my like this was the first like the guitar solo in haley's was like the first part where i was like Oh, okay. Like I'm, like the first two, I'm just kind of like not paying attention because it doesn't didn't feel like it warranted it. <laughs> but that this going into Undermine is great because they can keep they can keep changing keys to whatever key they want. <laughs> and then Trey's obviously I think at the wheel, so he kind of knows that that's coming next. So but I saw them do it with the Divided Sky in Canandaigua in twenty um, fourteen, where they did they did. Oh, it's C Mac. Yeah, because at this show oh. it's ha- it's Haley's and then Undermined and then Divided Sky, 
Spoiler I alert. Missed that show. But um, yeah, you weren't at that one. My own fault. But we. I had tickets. I had. A we, ticket. Don't re- <laughs> we don't need to. We don't. We don't have to rehash right this. Now. Things but happen. We can talk about undermine. We sure can. Which is um, Darian. Darian. Which is one of the few songs that I knew going into Darian. Also worth noting. Darian being our the first show that we saw together. Our first show, Darian. yeah, uh, of course. Which just that one, you guys are gonna need to write it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> Undermind is great here. I love the. Uh, I mean, it's funny you you bring up the the version we saw, which would have been in 2011. This one is like, um, I mean, completely different performance yeah i mean that's this is just one of those songs that in 3.0 just changed to this guitar drenched style i i understand that like some people feel like it's he's not he's not you know shredding but i really love his like octave effects i think he has he's making his guitar sound like lower and like just drenched in these kind of like uh delay and like reverb, there is some truly enjoyable Leo in in Undermind, in my opinion. I really love his sound on Undermind, on pretty much all of the Underminds, but especially this one. Yeah, huh? This is like my, I think, I think I don't know if I'd give it a five, but I think I would do four and a half or like four point eight, only because the next song actually like reminded me how much. I like fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got that feeling at the uh, onset of Undermind. I just felt like they were like Ooh. back into it. So, but yeah, Divided Sky oh, we are. Uh, is great and really, really well performed. This one is insanely good. Yeah, uh, it's really, I think, um, a testament to they were. I think really, really well practiced and rehearsed going into Baker's Dozen, and I think that what <laughs> you're hearing at the beginning here is kind of them not really remembering how to like begin a show, kind of. But then it get, get it kind of gets yeah. going, and then <laughs> it's pretty great from here on. I mean, I guess you could say, I think definitely sec uh, the end kicks off. Yeah, uh, I I think. Yeah, it, it I think it kind of turns on for the end of this set and then the beginning of set two, and then it kind of maybe peters out a little bit. But yeah, this uh, divided sky is like pretty much the ideal possibility for a 3.0 version, you know? Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I think all 3.0 versions are pretty special, but <laughs> um, divided sky is one of the songs where I'm kind of like, I'm like, yeah, I like this song, but most of the time I'm not. It's not that I don't feel it, but I'm kind of like, if I'm listening, if I'm at a show, I'm obviously going nuts. But if I'm just like listening, I'm kind of like, yeah, I've heard Divided Sky before. But this one, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't skip that or didn't uh, zone out at all because, boy...
and we're gonna hit another one too that I felt the same way about where I was like oh man they're just like I think at the apex level in 2017 of be being rehearsed while still being sort of this like more effect driven sounds that have happened that like since if you go from okay yeah yeah like beginning in baker's dozen to now uh, it's uh like <laughs> i was kind of thinking about this one but geez feels like a million years ago but back in when you and i were watching the mexico web streams now it's like <laughs> you have page and the thing you're highlighting with page that comes up a lot in the second set i think he's uh, he's all over everything and he sounds great. He's got these new, he, he added a bunch of new keyboard effects in the fall of 16. When you look at the evolution from then to now, because I think that they still are really on top of this, but it's, it's funny how like yes. in 2017, that was kind of just starting. That's one thing I realized when I go back and listen to shows from like 13, 14, 15 era, like, Page is really just still playing a lot of grand, like regular piano in the jams, and that's really changed a lot. Um, and this was, I think, the beginning of that. So, boy, howdy, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, from Divided Sky, we go on to an interesting one. This is Marissa. Uh, yeah. Were you aware of this song at all? I certainly wasn't. No, not really. It's on Oh Go Go. It it's yeah, it's a Mike song. Yeah, it's on. Um, it's on that. It's really good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I liked it. I like this. Super catchy. This is the one and only fish performance of it. Um, it's the only performance of it. Yeah, that's why I was like when I did the rating. Oh wow! I was like, I'm not sure what to. How do I rate? So I guess it's a five because it's the perfect version <laughs> of Arisa. Yeah. It, well, I mean, there's no like as far as we know, there's no mistakes, <laughs> and it's it was really good. It's just a really good. Song. It, it is. I it's like listened. I'm surprised they haven't done it. Yeah. It's like um, it reminds me a little bit of Yarmouth Road, but it's kind of like yes, agreed. Because I guess it's like got that reggae vibe, but it's like it's pretty catchy. It also reminded me of them when they did with the show you saw that I didn't see. So we'll bring it back around um, to the Kathy's Clown. <laughs> oh, they did the, baby! Yeah. Oh, like Mike kind of he's so it's kind of like singing in that style, but like over some yeah. reggae stuff. I'm like, this is cool. I'm into this. Um, yeah. So five yeah, best ver best Marissa yeah. ever. Best version ever. Uh, for for <laughs> for fish for fish. I feel like Mike Gordon Band probably has played that song. So for fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For fish, right? Because we haven't we I, we won't be bold. We won't be that. Oh bold, no, we can't be, folks. Yeah, that's true. These ratings are uh, only relative to fish. I feel like that exclusively should be. fish. Like that's you're right. That's good. Good catch there. Speaking of kind of side. Uh, speaking of people who aren't Trey singing songs, <laughs> 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 we do get Paige McConnell singing his song yes. "Home" next, which is so good. Um, here's a question for you, Kev. Go ahead. When did they debut this song, Sneak Attack? Oh, um, 2016. Do you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping Do to you get know me what that? day it was? No, I don't. Well, there you go. Ha! <laughs> it was on October 14th. Uh, yeah, well, of I 2016. Th uh, I should have. I could. It, it would have been fun because that was like when Big Boat came out. By the way, for people, 
our audience is going to be confused that uh, we decided to do this with you're going to sneak attack me with fish trivia questions. Yeah, they'll get used to it because it'll happen more and more. They actually played it at the same show that Petrichor was debuted by Fish as well. Oh, so that was the tour opener. That was the, um, wow, yeah, I remember that show. See, see, folks. Because they played folks. that, uh, that, Do you that see? I don't know that much about Fish. Well, the, um, yeah. He lied. Um, yeah, I like Home. Somebody online one Me time too. mentioned that it's kind of like, it sounds like Paige doing like a Ben Folds 5 song or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that is kind of what it is. That like, especially at the beginning, like the, I'm but feeling better. like, um, that whole thing is yeah. like pretty Ben Folds 5-ish. He is such a good songwriter. Like, I mean. Paige or Ben Folds. Billy Joel, I guess. <laughs> uh, Paige, yeah. Paige, Paige. I feel like he has just that. The songs that he writes are like just good. Like I like all of. I don't think there's any of the ones that he's written for and that they play with Fish that I'm like no. They're all really good. Do you They're super catchy? You're like into Army of One and stuff. Yeah, me too. I I it, the, I've always thought the funny thing about Paige is that he's the only guy in the band who only writes serious songs. <laughs> yeah, I guess the he wrote um, "I've Been Around" for Joy. I feel like that one is. Is like a, a a serious person trying to write a silly song. You know what I mean? Even even to that level, where like some songs are like you know like Buffalo Bill. You're like, oh, this was a silly person. <laughs> or even the next song, a silly person wrote this song, and that's okay because it's great. <laughs> Home was good. I I gave it a three and a half. I don't know if we mentioned what we gave it. Yeah, I'll give it a four, four and a half, just because I really like Page songs. But coming up, Dan. Take the floor here. Uh, our next song is Boy, our set closer. Howdy. All right. Kick. Let me just kick open the doors here. Again, Prince Caspian is a great song. I said it. If you don't agree with me too bad, you're wrong. I I welcome any discussion about it after you listen to this song, especially this version. Please, people, I'm telling you. It's it's all there. It's so amazing. <laughs> The way it just it starts with that, that the keyboard little thing. The, the yeah. God. Which seems like I it, knew something was going to be special just off of that, right? <laughs> Which seems like oh I couldn't my. tell if Paige was still jamming. I think Paige is still jamming. Like it's kind of winding. It's like it's like home is kind of like winding down, and then like he hits that. Like, but Trey's going so. But you're right when you actually like. I listened to just the Prince Caspian track a bunch of times, and it's great that yes. when you click the track, it starts with this sound in the background. It's really oh, funny. God. Um. Also worth noting is I listened to the live fish one, and I listened to the crowd tape. The noise when like, and this is my this is my thing. This is why I have, feel like I have to argue for Prince Caspian because people will make fun of Prince Caspian and they say they don't like Prince Caspian or they like make a face but during that song <laughs> are you having a laugh uh, yeah are you all enjoying yourself when they go into the the next one after it's the the second verse after they go back into Prince Caspian's like the last one before the jam that crowd is insanely loud by far louder than any other point in the show until then. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I man. Yeah, I mean the thing with Caspian is like that they play the song and then it basically ends and then they're just they just kind of work themselves into a type two jam. Reminded me of the, the Magna Ball one uh, a lot for sure. It didn't drop. It doesn't yeah. drop. Ba- it's not quite as good because it doesn't drop back into the like the moment when that one drops back into the tweezer. Like, right. Rip. Yeah, whether or not fair. whether or not you want to say it is. T- I know this is a huge controversy <laughs> whether it should be tweezer <laughs> into Caspian into tweezer or <laughs> whether it, Caspian just has tweezer teases. I'm on I'm on the um, latter team, but either way, like I yeah, it's agreed. You know. Um, that when they come back in, I it gets it just like was so good and out there that it, I like forgot again. Oh yeah, like I do this all the time. I was just like, oh holy sh- Nikes! This is this is gonna be a recurring this segment. Is still, this is the is this still lo- is this still Lawn Boy segment? Yeah, is this, is this still, still yeah is this still Caspian? <laughs> oh god, uh, that is the set closer. I was gonna also point out the uh, I do like the idea that. Uh, these first first set and second set kind of end the same way where it's kind of like a song you wouldn't think is going to end the set. Like you think there's going to be another one and then they just kind of play it really well and then leave. (laughs) And I was thinking that probably has to do with Baker's dozen too, right? Like they didn't want to burn out a lot. I can only imagine. Yeah. This was on Wednesday and then Friday was the first show, so it was two days later. Um, but this is why I wanted to do this show, was like, I don't think that a lot of people would go back and listen to the pre-Baker's or pre Baker's Dozen 17 shows. There's great stuff in here, and like, the man is just on fire from, I think, beginning in like fall, like late fall 16. 16's a weird year, obviously, in general, but I saw those, yeah. I saw a couple of those, uh, the MSG New Year's shows, and they were great, like... So they were just mm-hmm. ready to go, but did I see those? No, no. See, wait. Oh no, the score is I now think... the score is now two to one of <laughs> shows we haven't seen together. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Is what we're gonna do. But then we're gonna come back and good. discuss. <laughs> Thank you. It was my idea, and we're gonna come back <laughs> and discuss set two from this lovely 2017 show.
back to Chompers. We are I'm chomping chips. We're chomping on some. You were eating chips during the break, but I you're not now. Yeah. Uh, we are chomping on some 2017 pre Baker's Dozen fish. Do we want to do. How are we going to do Baker's Dozen? Should we just like. Should we do them at random? Or should we. It would be kind of fun to do yeah. the whole Baker's Dozen series, but with like with 1.0 shows in between. That could be kind of fun, you know. Yeah, I bet that there's a 1.0 show that correlates for like every day. Yeah, we could. That'd be fun. We should do that. Do it. Who's in Who's in charge of this podcast? Who's who's got the keys? (laughs) Who do I need to call? Um, so here we are, uh, for the second set here from the Pete, the Peterson Event Center that is in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The pit in. The Pete in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for Pahish from Wednesday, July 19th of 2017. Oh, this is on a Wednesday? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because this is the, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's their standard, like, you know, when they're touring. It's you get Monday and they even did that during the dozen, right? It was like Monday and Thursday are off. So Tuesday and Wednesday are the weekday runs. Yeah, when I saw them in Albany, right for the um, that would have been the 2018 fall tour. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, that was on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and that was great because I had to go back to work, and I was like, "Oh boy, not sure, not so sure I should be here right now." But whatever you guys say. <laughs> yeah, the had that experience after uh, Glens Falls. Oh. 2013 i had to work the next day and i was like that was the you know you learn lessons along the line it's like right that was a bad yeah i I still don't learn that lesson though because i still go to the new year's shows and then i get to work (laughs) and they're like how you doing and i'm like yep don't use words around me because i can't think right now yeah i'll see you in february Mm -hmm. um so we open set two here with uh punch you in the eye pow right in the kisser this is the one that I referenced earlier when we talked about Divided Sky just being a really great tight version. Um, and in 3.0, I'm not going to say bad, but sometimes this one this one in particular can just go off the rails. But, yeah. Uh, this is a really, really well executed version of this song. I'm like, just I love it. it. So I gave this one a four and a half. I, I for considering the. Okay. okay. I, I guess I'm kind of. Uh, with these ratings, I'm kind of considering like the uh, present condition of the song at the time, and I think this is probably right. like a pretty great uh, viewer version. And again, I think probably points to the fact that they were pretty well rehearsed going into this 13 night run. You know, they were ready to go. Yeah. And yeah, I think my thing is it's always imp- it's almost impossible for me to not just put a giant stamp of five fins on an entire second set as long as it doesn't have. Waiting in the Velvet Sea. No offense, Tom. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say like four and a half, five, four. Five. <laughs> you can have lower ratings than me. It's possible. You know, it hasn't happened yet, I don't think. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> but no, Punch You in the Eye is great. And uh, I like it as a f- uh, second set opener, too. Um, obviously, they open a lot yeah. of shows with it, but it's really. I've seen one. I've seen one once. I've seen it. I've been there. I seen it. So uh, the next one that we get to is gonna be. I'll just uh, say my extra fins um, selection. So Mister Completely is on 
a Trey Anastasio album from 1998, and it debuted with Fish in 2.0 on uh, July 15th of 2003. It's been being played live in in tab history since 2001. So this like blew my hair. I think I texted you about this. Like this blew my hair back. That because <laughs> I I. I when Fish originally started playing it, I or I should say in 3.0 playing it again, I knew that it was a tab song, but I had no idea how old it was and how yeah. uh, it's very central to tab. Like they played it every like tab was formed in '99. This song debuted in 2001, and they played it all the way up until this Beacon Jams run. It's a very wow. um, but Fish has a weird history with it because. Um, so they played it twice in 2003 and then this show is the 380 day bust out of our 300, I'm sorry, 380 show bust out of, um, Mr. Completely. So Boom. I remember at the time when they played it, people were very surprised. I, and I don't even think it sunk in for me then, but I was also surprised that in my memory, first of all, the one I remember the best, if I'm not lying about it, is the Baker's Dozen version, which they did on 726. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. It's such a. It's one of those songs that just feels familiar when you hear it. Yeah. The, exactly. And it just that, should have always existed. And it has a name like a 70s band wrote it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a 70s yeah, like, band would have a song called Mister Completely. <laughs> like Mister Natural, Mister Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And. But I was, it's funny because then I thought in my head, I went, yeah, and they've just been playing that, like that was one that they busted out of Baker's Dozen and they just played ever since. But <laughs> that's kind of not true because they did, they didn't play it at all in 2018, but they played it three times last year. So I think it's going to be one, I think it's now probably in the fish rotation for good. Like I think that um, would be nice. And I love the drum beat and like I did a little time stampage. The 550 to 813 mark, like it's, starts as, as like this minor jam but it kind of gets major and then like the 9 to 12 mark like the page really starts to like get going on the synthesizer and then making some sammies sammy i wrote that was that is the next word in my notes sammies nice. which for our for our listeners will who are new is uh when trey and page get going together making yeah. some sandwiches and, making and some page nice sammies loves Paige and loves, Paige loves them, as we know. And then, loves making them, loves eating them. And then from the 9 to 12 mark, also, there's kind of like this under, there's like an under pressure vibe going okay, on yeah. with <laughs> with Trey's guitar, um, which I love. Um, yeah, I but can, he I kind of like, that, it's yeah. not it's not explicit. Like, he kind of is playing around with it, but it's not exactly that. But it's like, bum, 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 but it, like, he'll go somewhere else, but it's right there. And he keeps, kind of keeps which is something he's done like a lot like <laughs> put under pressure and <laughs> teases and a bunch of things like going back for years now he's been doing that but um the 12 to 15:30 mark it's like really blows me away i think this is like why it's so great it's like for a second it seems like it's building to a peak and then all of a sudden it's like they're playing tweezer really fast or something <laughs> like yeah, Trey's doing okay. this really yeah, weird. absolutely and then and then out of no out of that, suddenly there's this gigantic peak that didn't seem like it was like 
coming, but oh, he's back. And then it's I wrote just, down yeah. 15 minute, 30 second to 19 minute, 30 second, just peaks for days. Just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they like, like there's five times Trey's just like leading the band. And I think that's like, this is like what I come to them for, especially in second sets are these multi-part jams that just yeah. result in these giant uh, peaks. And you can definitely hear the precursor to what's about to happen in Madison Square Garden. You know, this is like the, Ooh, you know, where this is like getting to, you know, they're going to play that lawn boy in, you know, four shows or whatever. And you can kind of hear where that is. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh, I'm not apologizing. I'm just <laughs> informing, sir. Don't you worry. So the next song, um, I'm gonna lump these next two together. It's um, it's uh, Mercury and Rise come together. So it's the debut of Rise come together. Um, yes. And Mercury had been around for a couple of years, but it it's interesting. Mercury now has this huge jam kind of appended to it, but it still feels kind of new at this point. And I think you and I watched the webcast at the, in the tent in your backyard of the, uh, Oh yeah. yeah. Dix, uh, <laughs> that was 20. Uh, that would have been 2015. They had actually already played it earlier that year, but yeah. Um, it feels like this version actually makes me almost feel like these songs, I wonder if they were if there was ever any conception of them working kind of as a unit. Um obviously they're both like Tom and Trey songs, but it's also just yeah, there's less jamming in Mercury, so it feels like it's kind of one um and I gave both of them a four. But yeah, it just feels like um Yeah, I would agree with those numbers. Four. Like Rise is a really good usually end of set song. Yeah. And I think Rise um and it fits better there. Not to gloss over Mercury, like Mercury, I think is maybe one of my favorite Trey Anastasio, Tom Marshall songs ever, yeah. ever, like period. I'm sure we'll land on some other ones that are insane. Because yes, there have been some freaking crazy versions. But um, Rise is interesting, right? Because they they played that on the last night of Baker's Dozen, and I'll always like associate that toward the end of yeah. that thirteenth show. Right. <laughs> Them coming in with that was so was such like a great moment and i didn't know the song or at least i didn't remember like maybe i didn't hear all the show or whatever so i don't remember um i or i maybe kind of knew it you know but like i didn't and so yeah. it was kind of associated with that and then it's one of those songs that i didn't you know ever really consciously think about but over time it's just the same thing happened with more it's just grown on me to the point where like i'll find it <laughs> i'll find it stuck in my head like 
pretty often, like more and this song, like once it's in there, I'm just going all day, just walking around going, come together, come together, come to, we're going to yeah. rise. That, rise up. that particularly that end part is so catchy. And this is a great uh, guitar performance from Trey on the end of this. Too. Oh boy. So yeah. contact comes next. Um, oh man. I love this song too. Another one that I is like one of my early, when I first got into fish before I listened to like a bunch of shows when I was still just doing studio album stuff and several live shows, but not many. This was like a song. I loved this song. I was like, this is hilarious. This is amazing. (laughs) It has this crazy bass breakdown. (laughs) I know. You know, I was thinking is like, uh, on Jamfield night, they did the lawn boy where the, you know, obviously it was like, we'll take this song. We never jam on and just jam the hell of it. They could have done that with contact. Like oh, it was right man, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you hear this version. I'm like, they could go on. They could do this for, you know, this could, they could do this for 20 minutes if they wanted to, but they never do. Um, come on, let's bust it out, baby. Let's do it. I like the, what is the thing that Mike is saying at the he's he's like it's at the end you know where he throws in the ad libs, it's like the tires of things in the car the contact with the road. I think he says should, <laughs> like, yeah should yeah, like, should, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of hard. He's like it's like should like it's kind of hard to exactly tell. Um, I love it. Yeah, I did three and a half just because I gave all the other ones fours, but I mean it's yeah. probably a four. I mean they do have like the moment where they kind of like yeah, it's, there's don't a hiccup. The lyrics there's a there's a someone, few couple yeah yeah who is it? Someone comes in they're like the car is the thing yeah. There's a there's a total that's true. That's also probably why I dinged it too. Like there's a total uh, lyric breakdown. <laughs> yeah, which I do love that when they do that though the crowd just cheers like crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a different thing, like, to me, like, it's it's funny when they script the lyrics to contact, but, like, if Trey can't play the punch you in the eye <laughs> solo, I'm, yeah. like, mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that just proves I'm a lunatic, but contact is great. I'm glad we got it in here, because I know it's one of your favorites. Yeah, it's one of my faves, for sure. And the next one is not necessarily one of my faves, but it was one that, like, actually really stood out to me a ton this time. Same with, like, Divided yeah. Sky. Just, like, oh, my gosh. This Axilla is, like, great. This is really great. Is it's, it slower than normal? It is, right? Or than the old ones? It's slower than the old ones, right? Yeah, it's slower than, I mean, because that's the funny thing, jumping from, we didn't have an Axilla in that now, show. But, yeah, yeah um, jumping from 90s to now, you get, like, um, those kind of shocks. But, yeah, I... Yeah, I love it. I mean, I yeah. If there is a slow version, like a funk version of Axilla, if this is that, I'm in. I'm sold. Tickets bought. Yeah, they have this way now of like this and slow llama. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they have this way now of like playing songs at like intensely, but like slightly slower than they used to. Yeah. Um. That was another thing I was going to say about Mercury is they've sped that up a little bit, and I like that they sped it up. This one's like a little slow. <laughs> They're really yeah. like plodding through it. But yeah, no, I love Axilla. Ex- Ex- this is like a weird place to put it. I-, I guess they just wanted the energy to go back up, you know? And again, I think the beginning and end of this show are like a tiny bit 
lower than the middle part because like yeah. I think I think it's their uh kind of trying to work around the set list of what they're going to have to do for this giant run coming up. So they're like <laughs> throwing Axilla in here as opposed to, you know, hood or so, like try, throwing right. in some like giant thing. Yeah. I really love the whole, um, the last part, the, you know, like the, I dragged the witch from out of the ditch thing, that whole yeah. final verse. I just love that. And this one, just like the way it popped, it just popped nicely. I'm a, I'm an Axilla part two partisan. I believe. Yeah. I, I think that one's that, great. I think that that's the winner. When did they? Didn't they just play that sort of recently though? Um, they did Axilla with the normal Axilla one lyrics, but they did oh. uh the ending that goes with Axilla two. So I guess this what is it? Axilla one point five. So Axilla is great. I gave it a four. What where'd you go with Axilla? I gave it a five just because it really like kind of blew me away more than normal this time i kind of think of it as like a song that like, all right i know what your like extra fins thing yeah. is yeah you figured do. it out what do you think it is uh well i'm gonna gamble here i don't think it's yeah. the next one. Oh no it it is it, it is? is dang it yeah it is it is i thought you went with number line anyway the next yeah, one yeah i would yeah just Love this song though. It was our first New Year's. The the what was that twenty eleven? Yeah. Awesome, and the lyrics are awesome, and it's like an old tale. It's kind of like a yeah. Just every I love everything about this song, so I can't help but give it the extra. Vince, it's a good I do love number. Line. It's a good choice actually because I I I noticed like the solo in this gets like really weird <laughs> at parts <Yeah. laughs> which doesn't normally because steam's one of those ones that like i would say it's kind of not really a jam it's kind of just like a solo basically from trey but yeah like a very dynamic His... like, dynamic solo but like a solo nevertheless and this one has like this like yeah it, it 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 gets a little like stranger in the middle than it usually does like he's like hendrixy level like weird oh yeah hell yeah it uh, also has the 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 structure of steam itself kind of has like that in dead songs where it like there's lyrics and then there's jamming and then they're like oh yeah there's more verses right there when it go. cuts back in yeah yeah and you're like oh shit forgot you heard the <laughs> one with uh you've heard the acoustic one where Trey doesn't remember the words and he calls out to Tom yeah that's so great I also love the pick drag that sounds so cool yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this I it I gave it a four. Yeah, it really surprised me like um how um because I think coming out of the I think like I like Contact and Axilla, but it was kind of like after Rise, it felt like we were kind of going somewhere different, and then Trey's kind of right back on the horse here <laughs> with Steam, which is nice. Yeah, the horse's nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Numberline coming up. Um, it, it uh, same thing where you kind of wouldn't think it would end with this, but then they play a really good version of it and then just walk off. So, and I just love number line all around. It was at our first show, Darius, a song I really love. It has a great backstory, fun jamming, cute, like it's good, just good guitar work by Trey, usually. Just a nice overall song. It's a nice song. It is, and uh, one and a half at least five, probably it, five. Yeah, I, I was gonna That's go. I was gonna go out with, of loyalty. 
with four. Um, yeah, no, I feel like it's got this. Um, yeah, generally people have kind of a weird thing with it, I guess, because it. I think it's because when it begins, it's often interrupting like a large jam yeah. or something. But it could it, be because they're wrong. That's also <laughs> possible. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You know, it's usually pretty uniform, so I guess, like, you yeah. could say it's, um, you know, not good. Right. <laughs> but this one, yeah, it has it has a little extra mustard on it. I feel like it, it works well. Like, it feels like uh, the show is, a, like, a tiny bit uneven, but this is, like, a pretty good way to end it and just sort of, again, I think they're trying to keep in mind what, the, like, the task ahead of them. <laughs> So it's like we don't want to burn some you enjoy myself or something right now and then yeah we'll have to put that on the shelf for the first week of this thing <laughs> you know so like but, yeah. we can do number yeah. line we can do number line now and then number line on Saturday and no one's going to care so I oh, I kind of wow. get I kind of get what they're doing and I it's a really good version really well played and I love the fact that like Trey hits this he does like kind of the note thing from Yem speaking of Yem yeah. Where it's kind of this one, he hits this note and kind of keeps going with it. And it reminded me of like the, they say that about Louis Armstrong. Like he always ended all his solos on like one really long high note. <laughs> like he, his belief Genius. was like, you always end on the highest note, you know? <laughs> like don't go. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah, actually, I've heard that before. Um, yeah, that's clever. So it was like Trey did it. It was literally like Trey did that and went, cool, I think we did this show. Let's, let's yeah, go to that MSG. Yeah, sounded great. Yeah, things people do uh, opens the encore, and it's I actually like it more than home. <laughs> uh, it's also a page song on Big Boat. Um, we we should do should we do a Dan's Bluegrass Alert? We're gonna get there anyway. But this oh, is kind of like a grass, yeah. this is kind of like a double bluegrass alert. Bing bong bing ding 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 and yeah, no, and it's got this like, <laughs> um, I I like how it kind of because the album version is just Page playing. The band kind of walks in though when they play it live. Like he starts, it starts out with him, and then they kind of walk in. So I like that. People don't like the Pinterest reference. They think that's like a weird thing to say in a song, which it kind of is. But I don't know. Yeah, but it's a moment in history. <laughs> like that means that in the future. In the few, because like no one uses Pinterest anymore, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was so that it's a great, it's a great little throwaway lyric. Plus, then it kind of comes from if you think about it too. Stealing time, they mention Cliff Bars and green tea. I feel like that's a another thing where it's just like a a reference of a specific period in time. It's just like a neat little snapshot. You know what I mean? I like I that. Didn't realize, I like, like that a lot about it. That's funny, like I so because like I never use anything, so like right, like I knew Pinterest was gone, but it, was it even gone by twenty sixteen? Uh, no, no, I think I probably was still using it. It was probably still kind of big then. The funny thing is, I think like Paige was probably still on Pinterest every day. He's like the only guy left. Yeah, he he probably <laughs> it probably was big for him because he's a dad, so <laughs> they usually catch stuff a little bit later. The Rolling Stone article that came out around the Big Boat time definitely like leaned into the like page. Uh, this is like a page album, like that. Like page had some kind of like, like um, 
like this is kind of like pages coming out party from like the uh like it, it framed a lot of stuff around the breakup which i was like you know at this point that was that had already been you know seven years old or whatever it was but um i just thought it, but yeah it, it really framed it as like pages kind of come around this album because he's got these songs and you know it's funny like they played home a couple times. They played this like only in this year, I think. <laughs> they played it. They played it once in 2019. Yeah. At Mohegan Sun. Right, right, and right. And they played it once in 2018. Yeah, they played it like 2016, once, twice in 2017, and then once from there on. So it's on its way out. It's fading, but it, maybe it'll come back. Come I, back, please come back. Yeah, I like it. I, I it, it's a good like uh, it's a good like first set one too. I think like or encore, mm. I guess. But throw it in there. Let it. Yeah, it's got in that twenty nineteen show. It's good. The Mohican Sun trail. Yeah, that's like that was one of the uh, dinner and a movie um, webcasts. So the band is at least aware of it. So that's good. Um, we are about to come to the last. Two here, so we got Bug. So it's a three-song encore. Yeah, always fun. Always fun. I wonder if they, after Numberline, they actually finished early and then said, well, we got to play a little oh, bit more. Oh, yeah, maybe they meant to do things people do, and then they got off stage, and Paige was like, Trey. And and Trey's like, oh, shoot. Uh, really, it sounds like he Trey hit that note in Numberline and went, good enough. That's like, it. That's nailed uh, it. So then things people do, uh, we got Bug. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. I generally like that song too. Yeah, Bug was one of the ones that I remember you showed me early on that I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, that I was really that I really liked. The studio albums are good. I stand by. I that. like. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I like Bug. It, it 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 comes in nice here too. Like just at this point again. I, I to me it's a little bit like there. It's kind of like the beginning of the show. They're just kind of like, yeah, we'll just throw everything out there. Like. They often do this with Rocky Top, uh, going b- way back to the early days of just being like, "Well, we gotta get off stage." So, <laughs> I yeah. love that song. Yes, Rocky Top is great. It's always great. It's just always the part two time. of Dan's Double Bluegrass Alert. Yeah, that is that's the other half. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know it's and it's uh, what is it? The University of Tennessee's fight song. Yeah, yeah, they do use it. The volunteers use it. <laughs> so, playing it in in the University of Pittsburgh Stadium, I don't know. It's like enemy territory, not enemy territory, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I I like it. I I didn't actually give the encore songs ratings. <laughs> um, let's go with uh, things people do. I'll go. I'm gonna go threes across the board. Uh, where where are you? At? Uh, okay. Um, I would I would go. This um, show kind of ends for me at Steam. Like <laughs> or, not, I would, or number I line, give, I guess. Yeah. I would give both of the... Uh, well, actually, I think I would give a five to Things People Do because I love it. Um, Like a three and a half to Bug. It's pretty average. And then I'd give a four to Rocky Top, not a five because the lyrics get messed up a little bit. By the time... If they're playing Rocky Top, I'm just doing the fake like bluegrass. I'm not paying attention to lyrics. Song comes on, your hat comes off, and your legs start to stomping. <laughs> and if you don't, then that's 
Them's fighting words. Then you're not a white person. <laughs> um, overall, I really uh, enjoy this show. I really think it get from it. from Undermind in the first set through Mister Completely. I think it's like really great, and I think yeah. um, the Mercury Rise combination is cool. And then I think it definitely peters out a little bit for me. Numberline is uh, is good, uh, and I like the solo. Um, but you know, yeah, it's like getting a fourth quarter version of Axilla is always like <laughs> that can kind of sometimes be like a red flag of like, uh oh, what happened in this show? But I don't oh, think this. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think, um, you know, I don't think that about this. Like listening to it, and I think that's what I love about going back to these ones I haven't heard in a while is that I'm always like, like I've never gone back and listened to one of these and gone like, yeah, that was a waste of time. You know, there's always like a few <laughs> things where you're like, God, I totally forgot that that like, I forgot how great this Mr. Completely was. And like, Oh man. Yeah. And it's, and it really is great too. And I never would have done it if it weren't for our millions of listeners, you know, if it weren't, it's a tough for thing. Those to meddling ha- kids. It's a tough thing in that in that in that uh, goldfish. I don't want a goldfish. <laughs> when is his when is Jimmy's dad gonna learn he doesn't want a fucking goldfish? Like he said but, it a know, lot maybe, of times. Maybe Jimmy's dad is trying to be like, well, maybe it's not what you want, Jimmy. <laughs> it's it's what you can. It's have. what you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I I've had some goldfish in my time, and dogs. I like eating goldfish. You've eaten goldfish, like the crackers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What? Is that even possible?" <laughs> oh yeah, no, those things are even more deadly than the chips you were eating during the uh, during the break. That I I bet you're just eyeing right now. I you've no idea. <laughs> I haven't even closed the bag. It's wide open. My <laughs> hand is just going straight in. Oh, man. Well, I think that's a good place to end our episode today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Excellent. We will be back with some more pea fish content. I don't think yeah, we yeah, even yeah. know uh, where where we're going here. Nope. So so far we've been we so far we've been doing it where I I picked the 3.0 and you picked the 1.0 which I kind of like. I feel like it's 1.0 okay. or 2.0. You can get you can go 2.0 if you want to, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm fine with it. But uh anywho, uh we will be back before you know it. Thank you so much for listening all all of you. Every single you. every last one of you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back with more chompers so thank you and we'll see you then bye